0: Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. Today, I want to talk about breakups. And not just, I'm not talking romantic breakups. I'm talking about friendship breakups. Nobody talks about friendship breakups. I mean, we see it in movies. But a lot of times when we talk about breaking up, we, we're talking about um, what a spouse, a significant other. But, oh, man, I have to be honest. I feel like friendship breakups are tougher than romantic breakups on some levels. Um, And, and part of that, I think, is Because when you break up romantically, you go to your friends. When you break up with your friends, you don't, or with a friend, you don't always go to your romantic partner for that. You typically would go to another friend. But if you're a person who's an introvert and and that was your one friend, then it kind of leaves you in a purgatory. I mean, I'm, I'm very introverted, and, and especially if the friend you broke up with is part of your friend group or you're in your only friend group or you can't go to them, really, and, and share it all. That makes it sometimes the one friend you break up with means that you can't be friends with the other friends in your friend group. At and it's brutal. So now you've not only lost the one person you've lost, like, for other people, horrible, disturbing, keeps you up at night. But sometimes if we reframe our perspective, we can recognize that in life we just naturally outgrow things. And I think that's a, as part of the reframe of how we move past that. Of like, I mean... I, when I was a kid, I used to be a, a size 8, and I'm a size 13. I outgrew size 8, right? The, the, and if I tried to keep on my size 8 shoes, my feet would not be happy. I mean, I wouldn't be happy. I'd be in pain. I'd be in pain for a long time, and then all of a sudden I wouldn't feel pain, but also wouldn't feel my feet either. But at the time, you don't know. You just know that I really like these shoes that I'm wearing. I don't want to get another pair of shoes because they don't make these shoes anymore, but I have to move up to a size nine and I have to, so I have to let these eights go. you know. Same thing like growing pains. I mean, going from middle school to high school to like your acne, the hormones, your your arms are longer than your torso. Uh, sometimes I had a friend when her kid was going through growing pains the the knees and the joints hurt like breaking up is painful especially with a friend I mean that was your go-to that was the person who you had all these inside jokes with they got your movie references there were songs that you both knew the lyrics to you you had a shared look or secret handshake or and and they knew like all the things about you I mean it takes so long to find another person that you're gonna trust enough to open up to and by the way as we get older that gets harder and harder to just be open I mean unless like you're forced into some, you know, like my buddy, he went to prison and he said, <laughs> I mean, hopefully none of you have to go to prison to feel close enough to someone to open up to them. But he said he shared everything with his cellmate. Like they just, he said he completely felt comfortable talking to this person because you have nothing but time, nothing but time. So he said he knew everything about that guy. And he told the guy everything. I'm sure there were things that were left off the table, obviously. But when he was released from prison, he said, man, I have, I've never talked to my therapist, my dad, my brother. He said, I talked to nobody the way I I shared with that guy. And it was heartbreaking. He broke up with his girlfriend as soon as he got out of prison cause he because he recognized that they didn't have that level of uh, intimacy. He's like, oh, I've known you longer than that guy. And so when we when, when we go through a friendship breakup, especially if we're the one that's been broken up with or ghosted or phased out, oh, that's, that's even more painful when they don't even tell you. You don't get a note or a letter or a message or an email. They just don't return your calls they don't respond to your texts they don't reply to your emails painful keeps you up at night what did i do wrong was it something i said did, did i you know did i forget something a birthday a holiday but as painful as it is we have to remind ourselves that in life we are growth things i mean I've outgrown cartoons for the most part. Occasionally, you know, I'll pop on some Scooby-Doo or an episode of The Simpsons um, or even a Flintstones. But, you know, I've outgrown it. I've outgrown toys, you know, Legos. I don't really play with that. If you have kids, you might still be messing with toys, but I don't go to the store to buy toys. I still play games. For sure, I still play games. I I, I love Monopoly and Jenga uh, and and even to play video games. I don't own a video game console, but if I'm at somebody's house and they're like, yo, you want to play some uh, college football, some NCAA, let's go. Or a racing game or shooting game. I'm all over that. Let's do it. Um, I've outgrown trick-or-treating. There are just certain things in life that we outgrow, we get past. Coloring books. I, you know what? It was interesting because I do have coloring books, but that's just a backup. You know, my nephew, not my nephew, but my girlfriend's nephew was staying with us, and I was like, oh, I got a coloring book. Boom, done. So there, there are things in life that we outgrow clothes, right? Sometimes now, now you're, you are you know, you either get too big or too small for the clothes that you bought, but it's painful. Even though it's part of life, it's painful because, you know, this is a friendship that we thought would fulfill us and it can be so jarring and traumatic when it ends. It can end because they get a job and they move away and you know, now you're playing phone tag, and that becomes too exhausting, and you just give up on making an effort. It's just, it hurts in the heart. It it brings about sorrow, and and we lose our our support system. I mean, when we're in when we're in pain, when we want to cry, or want to laugh, or want to share, like that was. Our person, and it really hurts. Like I said, if, if there's just no clear reason why, and even if there is an answer why, if they're like, uh, "We'll we'll never talk again for X, Y, and Z." Even if you know why, painful. But I think that what causes the suffering is thinking that I shouldn't I shouldn't be in this much pain over a breakup. I remember when I was a kid. Um, a friend of mine had betrayed me in a way that was very painful, and when I thought about it, I I, I was angry, I was enraged, I was, but I was like, okay, I can't trust this person, and I, that hurt because this was somebody who I thought I could trust with you know, at least with my, my life, I wouldn't say with everything, but I hadn't really thought about what I couldn't trust them with. I'll say that. And now I was like, wow, I don't know who this person is. And I think that's what becomes painful is you lose the friendship and then you kind of lose a trust in yourself, right? Like, am I a bad judge of character? Do I not know what a good person is? Or can, do I not know what a, a loyal person is? Or a, a trustworthy person? Can I not identify or recognize that? And so you lose that trust in yourself. And, and then that starts to um, permeate or saturate other areas. Oh, I love that word saturate other areas of our life. Well, where else am I? where I where I where you know where else where, um would I might have a blind spot or who else might betray me or hurt me or who else is going to leave me right you start catastrophizing and and multiplying and doing things like that and so I I, I want to let you know that if you're in pain and you're like, oh, this is horrible. Know that you're not alone, and it's normal. They say that there are five stages of friendship breakup, right? And basically it's the the stages of grief where there's denial, like this can't possibly be over. They, there's got to be a joke or miscommunication or they changed the number. Maybe I changed my number. And then there's anger of like, How could they not return my phone calls? What do they mean they're not coming to my birthday? Uh, This is out. This is an outrage. And then there's bargaining, like, come on, man, like I, I'll help you move. You know, I'll let you, you know, get the truck. Like, like whatever the bargaining is, I I won't. You know, call you every day. All right, sure. And then there's depression where like you don't want to get out of bed. What's your purpose? It's like what? What's the point of having uh, you know, showing up to things if you don't have anybody to share it with. And then there's acceptance for, where you're like, all right, they are out of my life. They are not going to return my calls. They're not going to reply to the emails. They're not going to respond to the text messages. And now it's it's me. I, I have to accept their decision and accept my, my anger, my bargaining, my depression, the, the emotions that come with that, and accept that I can move forward. It's, it's not the end. It's just a phase. It's where I'm at right now. And so how do we move forward? How do we handle that friendship breakup? After we've acknowledged and accepted the pain, self-care, man. That's that's very important. Because a lot of times what we'll do is we'll we'll go through the breakup, friendship breakup and and then we'll like, you know what? Maybe I'm not worth it. Maybe I'm not worth having a friend. Maybe nobody loves me. Maybe everybody's going to leave me. And then, you know, we go into the food and the drugs and the, and the whatever. We don't shower. We don't brush our teeth. We're sloshing around. So we have to practice self-care. We have to say, okay, let's, let's refocus on me because let's be honest. Sometimes when we're in a relationship, depending on the relationship, we, we can we tend to put too much focus on the other person or on the relationship and we lose aspects of ourselves. It was great having them as a friend and doing things together and discussing certain things, but there was also uh trade-offs. We we traded some things off. You know, there were things that maybe you did want to do that. Um, you didn't do because of the relationship and the friendship, right? So getting back to practicing self-care, brushing your teeth, flossing, taking a shower, washing your clothes, changing the bed sheets, applying for a job, showing up to work, clean your car, clean your apartment, your house, mow the lawn, Dust. All those self care things. Get a haircut. Trim, you know, cut your nails. Get a pedicure. Go work out, you know. Exercise. That's so big. Going for a walk. Being outdoors. Get that sun. Or, or what are we going to do? Sit inside and just ruminate? Think about it? Replay what we could have done, what we should have done, how things were done, what we'll do next time. I don't know how healthy that is because we're just playing the same tape over and over again. So we, we got to get moving. So we're taking care of ourselves. We're exercising. We talk to someone. Talk to a, another friend. Talk to a family member. Talk to, you know what? Talk to your cashier. Talk to anybody, just be, just say, you know, they say, hey, how are you doing? Be like, my friend just broke up with me. They're like, oh man, that sucks. And just to see somebody look at you and be like, man, that sucks. That, that, that little bit, it's all we want. It's all we need sometimes. It's just for somebody else to recognize it does indeed suck. Right. Even if you broke up with your friend, it still sucks. You lost a friendship. You did You didn't. Nobody wants to break up with their friend. The the relationship just we outgrow it sometimes. And you know, I I fired people before as a manager. It was awful. It was but hey, I had to. I mean, the performance they were. They, they weren't performing. They were compromising the team. They were a threat to safety. I had to fire them. I didn't want to. It was painful. I was anxious. I don't know if I slept well the night before. It, so whether you're being fired or fired, I mean, obviously, yeah, you know, you, you'd rather be firing someone. But, but it's painful. So, you know, talk to somebody. You know, read about other people who have been in your situation. This is why I love to read bios. You know, you get into a bio and you realize, oh, man, they've been down this path already. Memoirs, that's what's beautiful about memoirs. They're usually all about the painful parts of life. So you don't feel alone like, oh, I'm the only one going through this. Also, what's beautiful about going through a friendship breakup, it's an opportunity for us to find a new friend group. And here's what's dope. Here's how I think about it. You find a new friend group, and then at some point down the road, guess what happens? The old friend shows up. Oh, and if we can, if we can, let go of the past. be open to what is present. We may find that we are now better friends because they've went off and done their thing. You went off and did your thing. And now you're better friends because why? We acknowledged our pain, we practiced self-care, we exercised, We talked to people. We um, read about other people who are in our situation. And so now, if we happen to meet up 5, 10, 20 years later, we're better, we're both better people. And now we're bringing so much more to the friendship versus our friends break up with us, and so we let go of our self-care. We just sit around ruminating about why me and how this happened. We don't exercise, right? So, you know, that comes with... Now we're all stiff and in pain and out of shape and creaky and croaky and right. We've aged. uh, You know we're not sleeping. We haven't talked to anybody. So so now if our friend if our friend who went off and has been you know living their best life comes back around, you're gonna lose your friend again. You're going to suffer another loss. That's going to be the loss of, oh, if I had known that, ah, oh. right? So go try a new friend group, expand. This is an, an opportunity for us to expand our friend group, our network. And it's not easy, it will require effort, it will require us to get up, get moving, take action. And whether that's online, you can cre- you can, you know, meet new people online. You can meet new people in person. You can start a company and and you know, force people to be around you because you're the boss and the owner and a CEO. So trying a new friend group or just any new groups, join a book club, a, a bike club uh, you know a basketball club a social club a business club any anything that you know uh, take a class take a cooking class an improv class a jiu-jitsu class anything that puts you around other people and you can do this in person or online you can you know online uh, there's online toastmasters there's Online this group and that group. But start seeking out other groups, other forms of connection. Go to church. Show up a little early. Volunteer. Go to an old folks home. Get a dog. Join, you know, single people with dogs or friends with dogs. I mean, there's a group for everything. There's a group. There's a subgroup. There's a there's a, a sub subgroup, <laughs> and we do. We do want to take time to examine what went wrong in our friendships. Not what went wrong, but, and that's different than ruminating, right? To to take time to reflect on you know, I could have done this better or I could have did this differently. I want to say better because we don't know what's better, right? But we could, but we can recognize what we could have done different. Like when I do stand up and sometimes I come off stage and I go, ah, something felt off. And I don't know quite what fell off, but I do have an idea of what I can do different next time. I go, you know what? I'm going to try this joke first next time. I think that will give me a better vibe or better flow now i don't know i can't say it'll make it better but i have a sense that this is if i do this differently this may give me the outcome i'm seeking so i'm 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 leading with curiosity and vibe and i'm experimenting and tinkering And it's the same thing we can do with the friendship is be like oh you know i don't i don't know how i could have done it better but I, I am aware of what I could have done differently. So, so think about that. Next time you go through a uh, a breakup with a friend or even a romantic partner, or if you've been fired from a job, just you know, take take a second to be like, okay, here are some things I could have done differently. And from that, we'll start to feel empowered. Because we'll start to see options and and alternatives versus, you know, character assassinating ourselves, flagellating ourselves. That helps no one. It benefits no one. It only hurts you and it keeps you in the pain. In the grief. And we're not here to survive. We're here to thrive, and we're here to flourish. If you found any value in today's episode, I ask you a seven-second favor to share this with one other person. One other person. Because when you share an episode, it fosters an opportunity for communication. Now you two get to talk about it. Right? You get, you get to have a conversation about, hey, what was your favorite part? What stood out to you? What made sense? Have you ever had a friendship breakup? Like, there are all these different connection points because that's ultimately what's, what it's about. We share a thing, we converse, and then we feel connected. And when we feel connected, we start to build a community. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself. Remember, this podcast is not a substitute for you calling the 988 or any of the other 800 suicide hotline numbers in all of the show notes. You can chat, text, or call. You can even go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching with yours truly. Let's get to tomorrow together.